0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Introversion Podcast. It is episode sixty nine. Sixty nine, dudes! <gasps> <laughs> it's funny the the reputation that number has, but you know, with all the the sex stuff and everything, it's like I, I've never had any interest in that position whatsoever, uh, either partaking in it or watching it or anything yeah but um whatever 69 that's the fun number but anyway here we are episode 69 is it going to be a fun one is it going to be about love and sex and no 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 this is a little bit of a follow-up to the last episode episode 68 easy come easy go and i was kind of glad to see that that one actually procured a more views than a lot of my recent episodes. So that was cool. And I, and I felt like I kinda maybe start, started to strike a nerve and grab some attention for sort of discussing MGTOW life, but not in an like, overt MGTOW way, but really just telling it in plain language the way it actually is and the way things play out. So I felt good putting that episode out there and I was glad to see it getting some traction And there was one guy actually who listened to it and he felt so moved that he actually recorded a video reply to that episode. And I went and I listened to his reply about it and kind of talking about women and kind of how to get with them and what you need to do and what you need to try and... He said some interesting things in his re- rebuttal or his reply video, and I actually commented back on his comment. I don't know if he saw it, or if he's listening to this one now, I don't know, but I did comment back and say, "Hey, man, interesting points. I'd love to record with you and have a little back and forth exchange talking about these matters, you know, these ideas. Where I'm going with that is actually maybe going to be the theme of this episode, which is it was strange to me that somebody would take that time to actually record a video reply. And then I comment back and I'm like, oh, listen to it. Yeah, great. Like, let's talk about it. And then it's just crickets. No response after that. And I think that's going to be kind of the theme of this episode. And not so much with this guy or whatever, but really just the way it's felt like with women and dating and apps and people in general, you know, like just dealing with other humans in the year 2022, and obviously I live a pretty isolated, secluded life, very simple life. Y'all know the routine, gym and groceries. I've started to mix things up a little bit. I went to a libertarian meetup last week, which was a mixed bag. I got there and at first I thought I was going to leave because I wasn't feeling it after the first 10 minutes. And maybe that's just my rust, you know, like being an introvert, being thrown into a, a social Engagement where I didn't know anybody there. You know, it's that's asking a lot of an introvert to show up at a place where you don't know anybody there and you're locked in at a table with like, you know, 15 people and everybody's having their conversations and you're stuck in one little corner and you're like, you're grasping for like, come on, let me connect with somebody on some conversational level. And for that first 10, 15 minutes, it was very. Awkward for me and I couldn't latch on to anything And I just, honestly, I just felt like leaving But I stuck with it and I'm glad I did Because eventually the subject matter changed And we started talking about Fauci And how much we all hate him And the stupid pandemic And the bullshit mask mandates Jab mandates and all this shit So, you know, then it was like Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool So these kind of are my people So, But even that, it's kind of weird Because it's kind of like If you go back to 2019, we wouldn't be connecting on this level. Like none of us would even know who Fauci is. None of us would know anything about all of this, this whole pandemic thing. So it's a weird thing, you know, it felt good to bond over that. But on the, on the other hand, like, and I might've mentioned this before, like the one girl I went on a date with back in 2021, she was unjabbed. She blatantly said it in her profile. And then I told her that I'm also unjabbed and, it's funny side note uh i had my weekly meeting with tommy to brainstorm what we're going to record on this friday for fmao and we started joking around about it. wouldn't it be great if there's a dating app for unjabbed people you know uh we we did cover on our episode last week about this new conservative dating app uh the right stuff but you know we critiqued that and it's a different thing, you know? It, it, it's really more about, like, the way those women were ranting, like, not a Democrat, not a Democrat, not a Democrat, you know? And it's just kind of like... A Democrat. No Democrats. A Democrat. Can't be a Democrat. Yeah. A Democrat. That's easy. A Democrat. No Democrats. That's a different vibe than people who... I don't care about your political party, but whether you are willing to take a stand... And people who do their own research and people who, just because the government tells you to do something, just because the media tells you to do something, just because the peer pressure and everybody, like, no, you're like, no, I, I've done my research. The disease is not going to do that much damage to me. And sure enough, when I did finally catch the special Wuhan flu, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was sick for what, three, four five days? And then I just started to feel better, and that was it. And I just I keep going back to that. I'm like, I lost two years of my life for this? Pardon me, but that's bullshit. Totally not worth it. You know, I don't know. But I don't want to go off on that point too much. I'm getting way off tangent here. But yeah, I was just mentioning it would be funny to have an app just for unjabbed people. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've gone off the rails there a little bit. But let me bring it back to the, to the main point of what I t- want to talk about here. It's basically, oh yeah, that's why I was talking about the libertarian group. How i'm bonding with them on a level that wasn't even a level back in twenty nineteen or any time earlier in my life, like i wouldn't I was never interested in politics like my whole life this much It's almost like I would get into politics during election year, more so for like political debate bingo with my friends in New York, you know, like we would just make a party out of it. it would just be kind of a fun thing and I don't know, you just get swept up in the culture of it. That's how it used to be, like in 2012, and twenty two thousand eight, two thousand four, two thousand. It's just like it's just like a show to watch on TV, but it's like real life, you know, the election and all that stuff. But like beyond that, I was never into politics. And I didn't really need to be into politics. But once 2020 hit, it was like I didn't really have a choice. Like politics was dictating the terms of my life, you know. Um so It's become more important in my life. But again, this is kind of these like weird spectrum struggles I have in my life. It's like politics. Do I want to move to Florida because there's better politics there than Philly? You know, like, am I going to move somewhere else and find more like-minded people or conservative people or red state people? that I can click with and become friends with and date with there as opposed to here in Philly. And then there's the whole matter of like, how much do I even care to try to meet somebody, to meet some woman to date or marry or have family with, you know, I'm like, you know, you might kind of feel it the last couple episodes, but as I kind of trickle out the MGTOW themes, I'm just kind of like, it just doesn't seem like a worthwhile pursuit. And if that's the case, then what am I focusing on in life, right? If it's not trying to find your life partner, a soulmate, then I don't know, you know, is finding people even a priority in my life anymore? You know, am I, did 2020 shift the paradigm so much that even being around like-minded people is not all it's cracked up to be. You know, if we're just going to sit around and talk about how much we hate Fauci and how we're not jabbed and we hate wearing masks and like, sure, that's fine. But I'm like, again, going back to before 2020, that's not enough to build a friendship or relationship on. You know, there's so many other things in life that I enjoy that I'm passionate about. You know, whether it's friends or dating, like I'd love to meet somebody who's totally into pop culture and 80s music and karaoke and, you know, just photography and art and podcasting and design and and animals and dogs and, you know, just, I don't know, just a random thing. A couple weeks ago, I was, I really had this craving to go to the zoo. And I've never been to the Philadelphia Zoo or whatever, but I'm like, I just felt like going and looking at animals, you know, at a zoo. And, but at the same time, I didn't want to go by myself. But then I'm like, well, who do I have to go to the zoo with? I don't know. So, I don't know. Seems like it would be kind of a good date to go to the zoo. I don't know. But it's almost like the person I'm with doesn't really matter. There just needs to be somebody there who doesn't annoy me. But really, I'm there just to enjoy animals. I don't know. But yeah, zoo aside. Continuing on this subject of sort of the role of other people in my life. This is where I'm really kind of trying to figure this out, you know, and, and it's not something that I'm just going to next week, like figure out and like, okay, cool. I got it all figured out. This is what it is. It is something that's going to evolve over time continually, my relationship with other humans. And I felt like since 2020, especially, I have felt like people in Philly are really not my kind of people in general. You know, one way that I've put it before, I don't know if I ever mentioned on this podcast, but it's like New York, it's different. And when I went up to New York a few weeks ago and hung out with Tommy there and the energy, the vibe of that place, like, I'm not saying New York people are all that, but I definitely felt the vibe and the energy was so much different there. And And it's very clear that New York is a destination city. People from all over the world will come to go be in New York. Philadelphia is not a destination city. People will not travel from all over the world to come to Philadelphia. And what you end up having in Philadelphia is, the reality of it is, it's just people who grew up in or around here, who went to college, they got older, they, they just live and they work here, and that's it, you know? So, probably the most that other people are coming from elsewhere to come here is pretty much just to go to medical school here. There's UPenn and Jefferson Medical School and all this stuff here. So my sister actually, you know, came here for medical school. Yeah, and after the last girl I dated in a relationship, I've kind of sworn off doctors. Mm -hmm. And before that, I've kind of sworn off lawyers. So eh, that's not really true. I wouldn't mind dating a doctor again. It's just I think the particular girl I dated, that was just bad news. But but in general, I don't really care. Like, again, going back to values and what kind of people you're really going to connect with, I think most doctors... And I'm sure if any of them are listening, they'll get offended by this. But, you know, my sister's a doctor and she would agree with me on this. But basically, a lot of doctors, sure, they're smart. But they're smart in the sense of they're just going to do what they're told. You know, like they're going to get instruction, memorize all the material, and then regurgitate it. And that's what they do for a living. So it takes a certain level of memory skills and intelligence to be able to do that. But in terms of thinking creatively, in terms of thinking outside the box, I guess I'm alluding to somebody more like House, right? Like, not that I ever used to watch that show, but y'all know what I'm talking about. House, MD, that guy, from what I knew, the little I knew of that show, they would go to him if there's like a very complex case and they can't figure it out and they go to him because he has this genius mind that can figure out what the health problem is and how to solve it or whatever. So... But I don't get the impression that's typical doctors, typical doctors. It's like, buy the book, here's the protocol, we do what we're told, and that's that. And I think that has really played out in 2020, not to bring it back to the pandemic again, but that is kind of the way it's played out. You know, I've literally reached the point, I joke about it, but I'm in 2020 and 2021, where I was literally just going to do the opposite of whatever my doctor was telling me to do, because she was telling me to do all these things. I mean, she... She put me on statin drugs, which is a terrible idea. Because then I started having these weird shooting pains in my legs and all this stuff. And and I told her about it, and she's like, Oh yeah, that's that's probably not the statin. That's probably something else. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you, man. Like this started happening right as I started taking the statins. It's clearly this. And then I went and did some research and there's this Australian lady who gave I guess numerous speeches on statin drugs and how it's all just another big pharma racket and they've they've basically boosted the numbers and and all this shit where it's like they make it seem like oh if your cholesterol is this amount you're in danger and you need to take our statin drugs and it's like really that level of cholesterol is not as dangerous as they say it is and all that kind of thing but anyway I'm going off tangent here again but the the bigger point here is just kind of like
1: it's not about dating doctors
0: it's not about dating Republicans or Democrats like I If I'm going to date somebody seriously, or if I'm going to be friends with somebody seriously, there has to be a level of thoughtfulness and insight and deep intellect and questioning of authority, questioning of everything, you know? Like really having a hunger, a zest for truth, and also being willing to examine yourself, your patterns, your thoughts, you know, being truly introspective, you know? And obviously that probably is going to happen more within introverts than extroverts. I think extroverts are probably too busy just going out, living it up life out there to really take as much time to, you know, just like to look at the mirror and really question who they are and what they're all about. I think that's more an introvert territory of course, but, but it's weird because I've always typically been attracted more to extroverts than introverts. So I don't know, maybe it's that balance and how we complement each other. like, I'm already a deep thinking person about all this philosophical and human dynamics, social dynamics, psychology, sociology, all these things that I don't necessarily want to be with somebody who is also like that. You know, I'd rather be with somebody who's fun and more carefree and lighthearted because that would soften me up and maybe I can get her to think more deeply about things. But there kind of needs to be that dance though, you know, there needs to be that You know, you don't want to marry or date or be with somebody who's an exact carbon copy of yourself, you know. But there needs to be... You're complementary, though, how you interact, how you engage, how you communicate with each other. I mean, I'm talking on a deep idealistic level here. The reality is I can't even meet people at all who aren't obese or leftist or, you know, they love Black Lives Matter still, you know, despite all the corruption with the founders and I was like, like, really? Like, or people who are still insisting on wearing masks or people who are still looking for the next booster or whatever. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. So, you know, all of this, and I'm actually going to try to wrap this up soon as a quick episode. But again, this is sort of just an add on to the last episode. But what I'm kind of talking about is like, it's just kind of hard. It's hard to, it, it, the older you get, or, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I know this happens. I've seen the statistics, I've heard the stories. Like a lot of people, when you enter into your 40s, it does get older. It does get harder to meet and connect with more and more people the older you get because you don't have school anymore. You don't have your classmates and your coworkers necessarily. And especially post 2020, everybody's working remotely, everybody's on their own little island working from home. And so people are inherently a lot more isolated. And plus I left church, that's the other thing, like, what, 10, 15 years ago. So church used to be a great way to get plugged into a community and then you go to your small group Bible study. And so none of those built-in mechanisms for meeting and connecting with people even exist for me anymore. So of course it's going to be harder to find and meet people and connect. Of course. But even with the little ways that I have left, you know, like this guy commenting on the introversion podcast last week and him doing a video reply. And I'm like, cool, let's let's at least connect one little step further than that. And let's have a conversation and back and forth. We'll record it, put on the podcast. Great. And I do want to talk about this Landed app. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on this podcast before, but a friend of mine back in New York, he's a comedian, good guy. He started this app called Landed. And basically you get matched up with a random person every week. So on Tuesday you get matched and then on saturday it expires and all it is is you send up to 4 minutes you send a 4 minute or less audio message like a voicemail back and forth and i've been matched up with guys i've been matched up with girls i've had some somewhat interesting and dynamic conversations here and there with a mix of people it's all been generally sort of positive vibes you know i think that's the idea is to keep it positive and keep it about being grateful it's kind of this meditation gratitude kind of app and that's fine but it, and and i'm actually i was chatting with sagar the the um the creator of the app and i really want to get him on the introversion podcast so i mentioned it to him again a couple of days ago and he's like oh yeah totally would love to but it's really busy right now so based on his schedule and my schedule hopefully we can sit down and record to largely talk about the landed app Later in October, maybe November, so we'll we'll see. So look forward to that. If you are just new here to the Introversion Podcast, hit the subscribe button. Click like on this video because there's more on the way. There's more on the way. In some ways I feel like I'm just getting warmed up here, you know? And I think yes, I did mention a little bit about the pandemic and stuff today, but I, I think I'm kind of finally moving beyond that and I'm talking more about life itself and social dynamics and men and women and singleness and priorities and life and friendships. And this is really what I wanted the Introversion Podcast to be kind of from the very beginning. Just really my take on living life. And uh, I think we're getting there. We're back to it. So I'm feeling good about that. So yeah, hit subscribe if you haven't yet subscribed, because I'm going to be bringing some guests on too. And uh, when we talk about the Landed app, that's going to be a really good episode. Um, And I don't want to talk too much more about the landed app now because i'd rather save it for that for that in-depth conversation about it with the founder of the app um but anyway uh the reason why i did kind of bring it up was you know even this past week i felt like i had a nice little connection with this girl and we're like chatting and you know it's 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 in the language it's positioned i've already talked with the founder about it he's told me yeah it's not a dating app and i'm like i totally get it that's totally fine I've connected with two of the guys on there afterward, like we've kept in touch on Instagram. And I think one or two of them, I might have even told them about this introversion podcast and maybe they're subscri- subscribed and listening right now. I don't know. But again, like the way I'm looking at the app is like just an opportunity. And like I said, opportunities are rare these days to connect with somebody. And it's it's almost like this tantalizing tease of an experience, because it puts you together with a random person. You start talking for a day or two. You start to feel like, oh, cool, I kind of like this. I'm enjoying talking to this person. And then it's Friday. It's Saturday. It's over. Oh, okay. Well, take care. Have a nice life. And that's it. And I'm like, man. And I thought about, because I was kind of enjoying chatting with my person last week, especially, I, was, I wasn't I was even thinking necessarily romantically. I mean, if I, I am staying true to what I was kind of getting at in my last introversion podcast episode is I'm kind of over the dating thing. I'm kind of over women. I'm kind of over all of this because it's just not feeling worth it. You know, I think in the last episode I was talking specifically more about dating apps not being worth it, but in general, I'm just like, I'd rather just find individual people who I enjoy being with. And I connect with and friends, whether they're in Philly or New York or anywhere else, like that's fine. You know, like I just, I want to have a more three dimensional life than just me on my own, gym and groceries, that kind of thing. You know, there's, there's got to be more to it than that, and that's partially why I've enjoyed getting into this podcasting thing with introversion, and also, especially doing the FMAO show with Tommy. That's a whole nother beast. You know, like just like we're like talking heads now. We're like tv personalities now building our brand building our audience and like putting ideas out there and i love where that's going you know so yeah going back to what i was kind of saying earlier in this episode like how much do i really want to strive and yearn and fight to to forge a connection with other people when it just seems like an uphill battle you know and it's just kind of like risk reward ratios, right? Like cost benefit analysis, you know, it just, and I think that the weather was really gloomy this past weekend. It was just four or five days straight of gloomy, cold rain. And I didn't leave my apartment Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I think I went out to the gym finally yesterday, Tuesday. And, um, I was just feeling down, you know? And I think it was a culmination of that landed app experience last week. The, the, the shitty weather, the just, you know, I've been making it to the gym, I've been kind of eating right, but I still feel like the results in my body are not enough. You know, like I've improved a little bit, but I feel like by now I should have improved more. And you start to reach a point where you start to lose your discipline. You lack discipline. You start to feel like it's all pointless. Why even bother? Why try? And I know that's a very dangerous moment because you can easily slip down that path and start eating junk food and stop going out, stop trying to socialize, stop trying at all. That's dangerous, you know, when you're in that pivotal junction. And I've been there before and I've slipped down into sort of the abyss of just like, ah, fuck it. You know, it's not worth, it's not worth it, you know, and you just start eating food and enjoying snacks and eating cereal and, you know, stop going to the gym, stop working out. You put a few extra pounds on, but who cares? It's winter time. You put a big coat on and go outside. Nobody gives a fuck anyways, whether you're in shape or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is just lying there right in front of me to slip down into that and I'm like no 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 I just have to remain disciplined I have to keep moving forward but it's one thing to remain disciplined about my own projects and my own fitness and my own eating habits and sleeping patterns and all that it's another thing to remain disciplined when it comes to trying to reach out and connect with other people because especially for an introvert where it doesn't come to us naturally as much as an extrovert like it can get exhausting to reach out to somebody and then they don't reach back, you know, or you try and then it just, they don't text you back. They don't call back. And then you're like, ah, well, fuck that friend or fuck that girl or fuck that person. I'm like, eh, like the idea of persistence, you know, uh, I will fully admit, like, I'm not a persistent guy anymore. It's like, If I even try in the first place to reach out to somebody, a friend or whatever, I'm like, that's enough of an effort for me alone just to reach out in the first place. If they don't take me up on my offer, like if they don't text me back, they don't call me back, then I'm kind of like, eh. It's up to them at this point for them to reach back out to me in six months or a month or whenever. And I'm just like, if they do, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, you. Okay, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm at this moment where I'm not in the greatest of spirits after this very gray weekend. And I'm feeling a little bit kind of like losing discipline, losing focus. Guys, guys, guys. Don't you see? This is just what the terrorists want us to do. But I feel like in in a way, this is a moment of truth where I need to step up. Be a man. Do the right thing do the right thing for myself for my benefit in the long run you know and maybe i just need to push myself harder at the gym you know work out on a little extra hard maybe i need to eat a little bit more protein every day you know like but i gotta do what i gotta do you know don't start slacking because then you're never gonna get there and it's the same thing with like marketing your projects like i'm trying to get edible shorts off and running Yes, that is still a thing. I haven't posted any new videos yet or anything, but like I'm queuing up a few videos so I can have four or five videos to launch with. And maybe once I finish this client project I'm on now, I can start to push edible shorts toward the end of October. And the other thing is, I'm probably going up to New York next weekend again and going to hang out with Tommy and we might record FMAO there, but we might also just kind of go and I uh, want to do an open mic, you know? So he's been doing open mics for a while. And it's on my bucket list. So we talked about it today and I'm like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So I'm glad we, by us talking about it today, it made it more of a reality. So already that's getting me thinking like, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's my mission right now. That is my focus for this weekend and the next few days. I have jokes and material I've jotted down over the last several years. And now I need to zero in on what I think my best material is and prepare a little three or four or five minute set very funny very very funny and uh i've got just over a week to to really do that and nail it so when i go up to new york perform for the first time do my stand up thing on the open mic but it's cool you know this is what i mean where it's like i think this is what you got to do in the moments of lacking discipline it's almost like you got to find some way to level up you know give yourself a reason like just find something to motivate you like a carrot at the end of the stick that you can you know just to get you over this hump because maybe that's all it is is a hump you know maybe i'm just in a rut right now but i just need to get over this and then things can really start to flourish you know so it's almost like maybe you need to lie to yourself a little bit you need to delude yourself cuz like look i might push myself really hard this next week and be disciplined and do all the right things and still things might not be yet better Or or maybe I'm going to go to the open mic. You know what? I don't think anything bad can happen from the open mic, honestly, because I'm obviously not going to be that great. It's my first time doing it. So, But even if I go and I barely get anybody laughing at anything I say and I feel like, ah, that was terrible, Like, at least I can pat myself on the back because I did the thing. It's okay. I'm okay. That alone, I think, will make me feel good no matter what. And now it's just bonus. It's icing on the cake if I actually happen to go and do well, and crack some jokes, and get some laughs. laughs. That guy is funny. Like, I don't know. I think I might I might feel amazing about it, you know? And then I might be like, hmm, you know, I really enjoyed that. And I need that kind of rush in my life, that kind of adrenaline rush, you know? So maybe that that could be an extra component. If I go out and I try it and I like it, sure, there's going to be a lot of room for improvement. But I'm like, yes, I like this. I want to stick with this then maybe that could be my thing in Philly, you know, gym, groceries, and open mics. doesn't sound too bad. Give me a reason to get out of the house, go out, mingle, socialize, challenge myself, be creative. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up with that. There's a lot of little micro points I wanted to make here and there. I might record a a series of very short episodes. Uh, I finished Terrace House opening new doors. I think it's the 2018 season. I finished that last week, and I had a lot of thoughts about that. Might do an episode on that again. A lot of it it comes back to this whole like male female dynamics and expectations of love and romance and men and women. And so I might do a little bit on that, a little episode on that, maybe next week. Uh, but yeah, I think for now that's it. Uh, just wanted to keep the ball rolling, you know, continue the easy come easy go episode a little bit. Into this week, and also give you all a little heads up as to what's coming on the horizon. Um, getting a couple of guest interviews happening again. And uh, yeah, and my upcoming foray into the world of stand up comedy. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But one way or another, it's a win, right? It's a win just for trying, for doing it, you know? So yeah, this is an ongoing thing for me to evaluate. How much I want to invest in other people, or how much energy and time and money or whatever I want to invest in the in the mere pursuit of other people, you know, of connecting with other people, you know, I do think theoretically it is a worthwhile pursuit to find a few rare souls out there on this planet that you can really connect with on a deeper level, a meaningful level. Especially as an introvert, as a deep thinker, as an overthinker. Yeah, I love to find people that I connect with. It is very rare, though. And the rarity is what makes it special, but at the same time the rarity is also what makes it frustrating. It makes the process frustrating of trying to weed out 99% of people In order to find these rare gems in life of people who have a lot of depth and creativity and humor and just interestingness all around, whether they're male or female, you know, whether I want to date them or not, you know, just to connect with fellow kindred spirits, with fellow misfit souls out there, you know. And that is a big part, I think, of why I do this podcast is for that rare connection with a rare soul out there, you know because otherwise I'm just all cooped up in my own little private lockdown here, you know, left with just gym and groceries, you know? So I'm trying, I've been trying, and uh, I will continue trying. It's just a matter of how and how much, in what ways, with whom, dating and romantic expectations, or just forgetting about that entirely and just trying to go completely platonic, these are all the things, you know, I'm figuring out as I go. But uh, anyway, that's where I'm at right now. That is it for today. So until next time, ciao for now. I hope this has been enlightening for you. Hey, glad you're here. If you've enjoyed any aspect of today's episode, I ask that you click like on this video. And if you'd like to see more in the future, hit that big, fat, juicy red subscribe button and click the little bell icon next to it in order to receive a notification as soon as new episodes are posted. And if you're not actually on YouTube right now, but are watching on Spotify or listening on Apple, please leave a five-star rating. It only takes a second, and it's a free way of supporting this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, there are plenty of ways to do so. You can post a comment on this video on YouTube. You can email me at podcast at or you can connect on social media. I'm fairly active on Twitter and Instagram as I am introversion. And last, but certainly not least, be sure to check out the brand new and ever evolving introversion.com, where in addition to the podcast episodes, I am posting all kinds of interestingness and food for thought on a nearly daily basis. So yeah, take a break from Mark Zuckerberg's Watchful Eye and go actually bookmark an independent website like back in the day. Before the dark times. Before the empire. It's a harsh world out there, but keep calm and carry on, my friend. I will always be here at introversion.com, actively introspecting in order to live my best life and encouraging you and others to do so as well. Until next time. All done. If you survive, please come again.